college graduations are here. And as the class of 22 college seniors leave their universities, there are seniors in high school that are recently decided on their future colleges as the May 1st deadline passed. Why are Southern California students leaving out of state to attend major flagship universities? Specifically, why has the University of Wisconsin become so popular with students from Orange County? Recently, we talked to two families from Modern Day High School in Santa Ana. The Haney's and Colons will have freshman Badgers in the fall of 22. Today is Friday, May 20th, and this is the student manager. We're here with the Haney's. Lauren Haney, May 1st, came, gone, and the decision is University of Wisconsin. And you went through a whole process. Yes. I think we sat down at Dory Deli when your parents, Brad and Karen, were, I don't know, overwhelmed. Maybe but, a little bit. <laughs> but it all works out, right? Yes, yes. And what did I tell you at Dory Deli? Do you remember what I told you? I think you said to not stress about the process, maybe. You're absolutely right. Yes. <laughs> Let's get right down to the point of mm -hmm. how you decided on Wisconsin and what you did through this whole process, because we're going to get a perspective from your mom and your dad. Mm-hmm. But I think you guys did it the right way. You went on a lot of college visits. You used all of February, March, April, probably to the last week to finally make a decision. Yes, yes. So walk me through that process. First, why Wisconsin? I really, I mean, actually Tyler told me about Wisconsin and I was like, Wisconsin, like what the heck is that? And I went and I looked it up. I loved the campus. It seemed like such a fun like sports environment, like very work hard, play hard. And then I also, when I visited, figured out that they had a program really specific to what I wanted to do, which is the strategic communications program. So after visiting and then getting accepted, I definitely realized that it was my best option academically and socially. You had two other schools that you were thinking of. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you narrowed it down from the big list when we started. Yes. What advice, recommendation would you give to the class of 23, which is going to be going through this same process? Um, definitely to try and write down what your like most important factors of a college are before you even apply and try and maybe narrow it down in the beginning to your top 10, 15 that have everything you love. Because I kind of just applied to colleges randomly without like much. I mean, I definitely researched them, but I just said, oh, I've heard of this college. I'll apply to it. So definitely like trying to figure out if you want good academics, big campus, like big sports, stuff like that, and finding schools to apply that have all those things. I want to hear from your dad because I remember getting that call or the text and said, can you meet? And we didn't know Wisconsin was, well, we maybe we did, but there was a lot of schools in the process. Yes. As a parent, as a first time parent going through this process, and I gotta give you props because again, you did it the right way. You didn't make a decision in February, March. Uh, talk to me about that whole process in terms of were you stressed, were you more stressed than Lauren? <laughs> and and some advice that you can give to a first-time parent or someone going through it next year. Well, and I'm going to answer the question you asked about what advice you gave that first day. What I took away from that was be patient. And we really hung on to that through the process. We would say it to each other because 
you know, it, at times it seems hard to work your way through. And we would say to each other, Fonger said, be patient. And we would work with that a lot. I think Lauren did a great job of being willing to, to, to use all the time available. I, I think her advice again was really good of, she, she might've done the application process a little wider and broader and not done as much narrowing down. So we had to work our way through that as she got her acceptances and kind of, you know, worked through a priority list that got to the three you were talking about that were at the top at the end. Um, and then we, we did feel like our, the decision-making bogged down a little bit once we got to those three. And I think part of what worked for Lauren was making a list of pros and cons. And really we talked about not just making that list, but what are the categories? What are the categories that are weighted more than others? And she worked her way through that. We, we talked to her about the categories of her pros and cons, but she did the actual scoring and process. We never actually even saw the results, but she trusted that process. And I think really in the end was able to narrow down the quality of the academics in the major that she was looking at and realized that that was the best potential for her out of the three remaining that she had. Let's talk about some of the visits because I think, were we in Seattle the same weekend? Yeah. But we didn't catch up, correct? Yeah. We, you, 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 you zigged and we zagged. We were at the same basketball game, but you went to the bars and we snuck into the uh, football <laughs> stadium. So, And I think you guys divided and conquered. So you went on several visits, one to the Pacific Northwest to Seattle. And I believe, Karen, you went to the Tennessee Yes, correct. We did the Madison trip and the Tennessee trip. So walk us through that process. What advice can you give parents that because you guys visited a lot of campuses during that January, February, March, April, up to the very, very end? Yes. Yes. Well, with us, it was difficult because of the COVID factor. So we weren't able to visit many colleges before the whole application process. So once she kind of was interested in schools just by seeing them online or having knowing about their reputation, then we went to those schools that she was most interested in. And we actually had to go visit those schools before we knew if she was in or not in. But one of the reasons we, why we went to Madison when we did, which was in the middle of December, I believe, November, was it January? <laughs> was, well, it's not that cold then. <laughs> I just, we wanted to see what this was really like in the, in the winter. And um, we got it. It was snowing the whole time we were there. It was windy. We got the full experience. And so I think that that was good. So she got an idea if she was willing to deal with that. And Tennessee was similar. We looked at Vanderbilt in Nashville, and then we drove down to Knoxville to look at the University of Tennessee. And it was cold and raining. And so I think visiting them at at a different time than we're used to weather-wise was really good to get an idea of, of what these schools could be like for her. Now, at any time during that process, did you think to yourself, there's no way my daughter's going to go to this school just because of the weather or the climate? No, no. She said one of her factors originally was she wanted four seasons. You know, she's, we are California people. She's lived here her whole life and um, wanted to have a different experience. So that's it. (laughs) She's going to get it. And you definitely are. I mean, Julia says the same thing. She said, it's only four years. Always go back to California. She's actually living in Madison this summer, right? So let's talk about some of the visits because that's what I recommend to every student and parent to go visit the campuses. Now, 
you're right. COVID happened. So you did the all in one, all season, one whole year. I, I don't know if that's good or bad because now Joshua, I'm taking him this summer to visit several schools and, and we have it planned out strategically, right? So he can see small schools, big schools, what it's like. So let's walk through the process, maybe not in any particular order. What did you not like about Seattle? Because that's a beautiful campus. Yeah, Washington was, I loved the campus. I thought it was super fun. One of the things for me was it was just such a big, like Seattle was so big and crazy and I never really thought it was going to be as big as it really was. So I loved the campus, but outside of the campus, I felt like, it just wasn't what I was really expecting. I really only looked at photos of the campus, but I loved everything about it. I didn't end up getting in, so I didn't, but they didn't have my major either, so. If you would have got in. I, I kind of narrowed it down. After we visited Wisconsin, I decided in Wisconsin that I would choose Wisconsin over Washington just because like the town area I liked better. Let's go to Indiana. We've mm -hmm. had guests on from Indiana. It's mm -hmm. in Bloomington. Beautiful campus. Yes. A little bit different than Seattle, a little bit different than Madison. What did you like? What did you not like? Um, we first got there and we drove in like through cornfields and I was like, where are we? Like, we need to turn around. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? It's was, the Hoosier State. It was a little, it was a little different than I think I was expecting, but the campus was beautiful, like all limestone, looked like a castle. Like I loved that aspect of it. And I thought the town was adorable. The people were nice. But for me, I think the deciding factor there was that I felt like there was just going to be nothing for me to do <laughs> in the middle of Indiana. And I'm sure there are things, but I loved how Madison and Seattle and Knoxville and other places had those towns where you can get out and do more. They had Chicago and Nashville and like bigger cities outside of it that were closer, which was just an important factor for me. And then there's the Nashville trip with mm -hmm. Vanderbilt, yes. the same thing. So what did you like? What did you not like? Obviously Vanderbilt's amazing, but that just wasn't an option. That was my like reach, reach school. Yeah, those are for smarty pants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And it's expensive. Not saying that you're so not, I money. <laughs> not saying you're not smart, but I mean, it's that's crazy. That's like the sweatshirt brand schools that we talk about. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, but Knoxville, I yeah, I love Knoxville. I thought the campus is insane, red brick everywhere. It was very orange everywhere yes. you look. I loved it, but I definitely feel like it was just such a different. I had to decide if I wanted that southern aspect or more of like a Midwest, and I ended up going with the Midwest, but Tyler's going so I can go visit him and still get that Tennessee experience too. Let me ask you this. Because there are people, Tyler, that's that's obviously your current boyfriend going to University of Tennessee. And we have guests on this podcast a lot and, you know, relationships or not. At any point in time, did that come into play? Like, I'm going to go to Tennessee with the person I'm dating. Yeah, I definitely was trying to separate that as much as possible. And I'm sure subconsciously there was a little bit of like, it would be fun. But in the end, like it didn't play a factor in like my decision at all. And I definitely think that if I would have gone to Tennessee, I would have gone for my own personal reasons. Definitely not for him for any reason. And the whole goal of this podcast is to help high school students mm -hmm. and parents with the search and admission process. And normally I never have a student on until they actually go to the college mm -hmm. so they could talk about it. But your story is interesting because again, you guys, I feel that you did it the right way. You took your time. Now I'm going to talk about the peer pressure, not only from your parents, 
but from your friends, because this is what students and parents need to know and understand. So talk to me about, did you feel pressure at all from your, let's go parents first. I don't know if I would say pressure, but I definitely knew that there was an impression of where they would, they definitely had feelings of like, they really wanted me to go to Wisconsin. They, I know they would be happy for me either place, but they definitely voiced that the academics of Wisconsin are just, it's a big thing to turn down, especially for all the work I put in. So I definitely like loved that I got to hear their opinion of it. And also I think it helped me really try and understand that it was an important factor. Now let's talk about peer pressure from your friends because yes. it, right, you start applying to colleges in September and October and everyone's saying, well, where did you apply to? Where did you apply to? Where did you get into? And then they start making their decisions in January, February. I'm like, there's a reason why there's a May 1st deadline date. Yes. So talk to me about the pressure from your friends and there was definitely a lot of pressure, especially with friends who commit to these really top tier schools. And I definitely in the application process felt pressured to apply to Ivy Leagues and like really hard schools. And then when it started coming down to people committing, I definitely felt the pressure of, oh, they just committed. Like, I want to commit now. I would love to just be done with this whole process and just commit somewhere. Um, but definitely towards the end, when I was narrowing it down, I definitely had lots of opinions on where I should go. People saying, you need to go here. You need to go here. Like, you're going to hate it there. That school's bad. Like, lots of weird opinions from people that I never expected. So even though it's easy to say, I'm not going to listen to their opinions, it definitely influenced me, I think. And I did. I do think it played, like, a role in my decision, even though maybe it shouldn't have. But I think it helped influence maybe what the best decision was for me and kind of not listening to their opinion, but also taking it into consideration, like a little mix of both. How did you compartmentalize that? Because 17 year old mm -hmm. senior, that's, I mean, that's why a lot of people are just making decisions and there is that peer pressure. So yes. that's why, again, I wanted you on the podcast because I keep on saying it, you guys did it the right way and you took your time because I know there's pressure from mm -hmm. your friends and your peers and and you waited until the was it the last week or the weekend it was the last week yeah i think it was maybe five days before they went away for a spring break work trip and they said when we come back you need to have a decision and like the night before i i it was definitely a very stressful decision process like lots of tears were shed but ultimately afterwards i definitely feel confident about my decision glad that i made the one i did so was the decision made like that Friday night or Saturday night? Was it, it because May 1st, I believe, was. Yeah, it was a Sunday, Sunday I think. Right? So I had a like a very busy week before. I think I made it the decision like the Wednesday before, maybe. I think or maybe Thursday before you got home on Thursday. And I was just like, OK, I figured it out. Maybe. <laughs> Brad, I remember you called me or you text. You, you don't understand how many texts I received from all the people that were going that were going to Wisconsin, uh, but you were one of my favorite ones. Not only that, Lauren, you texted me and I, I think I told you all and you're like, she did? Of the good news. But your dad texted me and I think we talked of, I don't know if you thought you're putting too much pressure on her in that last week and you were shocked and surprised of the decision, correct? 
are well i was happy for her and and i think again i think she did an amazing job of staying patient we talked about reach schools and pushing pushing out a little bit you know she she applied to schools that were intimidating and a little scary and so a lot of that didn't play out but she stayed patient waiting to hear from those she she really gave herself the time to to hear from everyone get these decisions and then make an educated decision based on on what she had been into and you know you and I talked at one point about some things kind of during the process and I tried to get some answers and and kind of give her some additional guidance what I did not want her to do was be in a situation where she literally did have a day or two. My memory is you had five or six days to go, at least when she told us. She didn't necessarily go full public, but she told us when we got home from this trip, when I said, when are we sitting down to talk? She said, I've made my decision. So I didn't want her to push to the absolute deadline because I felt like that would be a whole lot of pressure versus she had a solid two to three weeks of decision making time. And I thought she did a great job of working her way through. And, you know, we we, we were going to support her wherever. We obviously, I mean, I thought I was being subtle, but apparently dad wasn't being <laughs> as subtle as he thought. But, but you know, you want what's best. And I, I, I think she worked through her own process and, and came to a similar decision, which was that, that, that for her opportunities, Wisconsin was a phenomenal um, major, fits into her kind of aspirations for the future and I that's what's so important and then she gets a lot of the other benefits she has wanted which is you know the big school the fun football program she's talked about wanting to be on water um so you know got not one lake two lakes so uh you know those are all things that that fit into her but ultimately just a fantastic major for her so parents that are listening right now or even students listening the class of 23 coming up next what do you tell those parents that are about to embark on this yeah put on your seatbelt. i you know do as much homework as you can and we we had to deal with the COVID situation but 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 we worked our way through that we did a little more of a targeted visiting we didn't do tons earlier you know you know sophomore junior year because of COVID and other situations we did some california stuff but you know we 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 did a lot of targeted visiting based on um, some of the schools she had gotten into or felt very close to her getting into. Um, you know, uh, all the different resources, uh, you know, use everything you can. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I guess one of the lessons I learned is, you know, give advice and, and direction, but also, you know, listen and, and, and let, let the child be the decision maker. We really tried to step back and, and give, give her the opportunity to be the decision maker in the process. Well, you two did an amazing job. Thank Lauren, you. proud of you. Thank you. On Wisconsin, mm -hmm. Bucky the Badger. This fall <laughs> is going to be amazing. Yeah. The next four years. I mean, now that I have all these friends, kids that are going, I'm going to probably be in Madison for a long time. <laughs> so, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for all your help. Lauren committed to Wisconsin a few days before the May 1st college deadline date. We talked to another family the Collins, and find out how valuable campus visits were before Jenny committed to Madison. Good to see you all. Good to see you too. May 1st has come and gone. Are you relieved? What's going on in your mind? I feel so much better because I, like, the first, I had no idea where I wanted to go. Like, not even a dream school. Like, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have dream schools. And... I had no idea. I just applied to 18 schools and I was so stressed because I didn't see myself anywhere. 
And after like visiting all the schools, I visited Ole Miss first and I thought that that was where I was going. And then my parents were like, you need to visit more schools. Like you need to look at other places. And then we went on our long trip and visited all these schools. And then the last stop was Wisconsin. And I literally didn't even have like as high expectations for it. Like I kind of was just like, oh, we'll see like how I like it. And it ended up like having such an amazing time. And then finally like deciding going to Wisconsin and like having a set plan of what I was doing, like took all the weight off my shoulders. So going into your senior year, Mm -hmm. first of all, I think you applied to too many schools and I think I told your parents that. So if you had to do this process all over again, because the class of 23 Uh is about to jump on this wild Mr. Toad's wild ride, right? Yes. What recommendation would you give to that rising senior and how many schools should they be applying to, et cetera? I don't really know like what the right amount of schools to apply to is. I mean, obviously 18 is a big number because like you kind of make, and it was a tough problem to have that I got into like a lot of them because I had to choose between such good schools. But I think it's important to have like numbers of schools that you could see yourself at and also schools that are reaches. And I feel like 10 would probably be a better number. And we talk about this a lot. We talk about stretch schools, yes. moderate schools, and safety schools. Yeah. So entering your senior year, did you all go on any trips before? No, no. Because you were hit with the COVID. Right. Right? Yes. And like I'm talking on this episode, you all did it the right way. So I want to hear from you, Terry, because you've had another daughter. Yes. That went to Georgia. Right. How was this process different? And what recommendation would you give to that parent that has either that parent going through this for the first time or the second time or third time? So our older daughter, she went in knowing where she wanted to go. Very different than this one who had no idea. So Linda, in the summer before her junior year, she went to Georgia with her friend. I wasn't even there. It was just, she went with her friend's family and she came home and said, I found my school. So it was different stress for us because, oh my God, she better get in then or else there's going to be a very disappointed person versus Jenny who was like, yay, another one. We're like, yay, another one. Yay. You know, it was kind of, it's not like she was disappointed because she wasn't really sure. So this was a whole new process for you. It was totally different because Linda said, I want to go to Georgia. And Jenny's like, I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) So that made it very different. And there's a reason why there's a May 1st deadline date, right? And I think I got the text from you and Brian the the week before and Mm -hmm. you were panicked. Yeah. And I'm like, why is she texting me? She's already had a daughter that's gone through this process. But Brian, what was going through your mind when she called and we met for that morning and we were talking because you wanted to know about Wisconsin yeah, I mean, I think our concern was that um, making sure that Jenny picked the right place because she had so many options that she to choose from. So it was it was kind of getting a little stressful towards the end there that, you know, which one is she going to choose and is it going to be the right university for her? I mean, that that's kind of where we were sort of thinking about, you know, a little stress because so she had so many options and really narrowing it down to the one that she really, really liked, which, which I thought was a really good situation to be in because... 
no matter what, based upon the ones she had in front of her, they were all great colleges. I mean, she could have picked pretty much any of them and she was going to have a really good experience. So that, that kind of made it a little bit harder on us or harder on her to make the decision. Jenny, what were your final three choices that you were deciding between? So I, I think it was Indiana, TCU, and Wisconsin because those were the schools that we visited up closest to the um, deadline. And I had visited Ole Miss, um, Cal Poly Slow, and SDSU. And I wasn't like, I'm all about like if I step on the campus and I feel like I would see myself there, I have like a vibe. Like I didn't really feel like that. I did at Ole Miss, but I think I was just kind of too like excited about what I was hearing from other people and like their experiences. But yeah, so Indiana, TCU, and Wisconsin were the last. And those are all great institutions. Yes. And those are some of the final selections that people I know and actually guests that have been on this podcast. What did you like? What did you not like about Indiana? Because it's a beautiful campus. Mm -hmm. Lauren Haney, also on this episode, mm -hmm. said it's beautiful driving out the Bloom Bloomington right when you get on campus, but it's kind of, that's it. Yeah. So what was your take? I thought that the campus was really, really beautiful. Like the buildings were like, I think we all like when we stepped on the campus, we're kind of shocked, like to see how pretty the campus was. And just like, it was just like the, like the buildings were all, it felt like very East coast vibes kind of. Right. And it was just really pretty. And I think we didn't get to learn a lot about my major, which we could have. Um, so we didn't really get like that kind of how my career would be like how like that would kind of push me to what I want to do. I don't really know. I guess the thing that I didn't, it's not that I didn't like it. I just didn't really see myself like there. Like I just didn't see myself around like the type of people. Like I didn't really mesh with a lot of the people who like go there. And like, I just wasn't, I don't know. I didn't really see myself there, but I did really think it was really, really pretty. Beautiful campus. Yeah. What's your take on TCU? How did TCU get eliminated? It was just, it kind of came down to like the size. Like I really kind of wanted a bigger school. And I also felt like it was a little bit too like here. Like I kind of wanted to change a little bit from Newport and that kind of bubble. But it, it w we learned about the major and it was really impressive how like they're really like trying to help and trying to like make sure that you are doing what you want to do and like they really like are focused on like getting you there and like making making sure that you are like supported and like wanting to do what you want to do so I think the size kind of just was what kind of came down to it and just like wanting to kind of have a change did you feel pressure and stress through this entire process not only from your parents but from your peers I honestly didn't feel a lot of stress from my parents I mean I think they were really letting me do what I wanted to do. Like if you feel like you're going to go, you want to go there, like that's your decision. And from my peers, I mean, not really. I, I think maybe in myself, I was kind of stressed about who was going where and if I would be like following what they were doing or like if I was doing what I wanted to do like I kind of wanted I wanted to go somewhere where I could meet a whole new group of people and I was worried that if I was going to a school with a lot of people I knew that I wouldn't have a new experience so I kind of was worried about that but that wasn't really like my peers doing that it was more kind of me overthinking it but what recommendation would you give to 
the senior next year going through this entire process and how they select the school of their choice? I would say just visit as many schools as you can just so that you can really learn about like what you want to do and see the people and see like the sorority life, like how everything is like and picture yourself there because that really helped me. Like if I could see myself on the campus walking around, living in the dorms, going to the dining halls, like if I could see myself doing that, that really helped me like kind of calm myself that like and anywhere I, I that's what I kept thinking about, too, is anywhere I would go, I know that I would have a good experience. But I think for people going into it, I think that that also helps me feel a little better about it is that anywhere I would go, like it's not that like there's always other options. Like if you really don't like where you are, you can go somewhere else. Like, you know, it's all about how you do your own experience. So like, I feel like that kind of made me feel a little better knowing that like anywhere you go, like you'll find your people, you'll find your place. What's your major? Nutrition. So Brian, right now, as a parent, you, you have one kid at Athens, which I believe is, to me, that's one of my favorite campuses. And we had this conversation. Now you have your second daughter going to Madison, which is another one of our favorite campuses. But in the back of your mind, what were, were you, you and Terry hoping that she was selecting Wisconsin? Or were you hoping that it was a different school? For me, it was, it was down to you know, Indiana, TCU, and, and Wisconsin, because I think, to Jenny's point, that was the last three on the, on the, on the tour. So we left the, the last week. The, 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 the last week and the best for last. I thought uh, really came down to TCU and Wisconsin. I thought TCU was fantastic. I was really impressed with the, um, with the program that she wanted to do. But when we went to uh, Madison, I just thought it was a great environment. And I liked the location. I liked the campus. Um, I like that it's very different from where Jenny has grown up. So that was really good to have you know something completely different. And uh, so I'm really happy that she chose Wisconsin, but I would have been supportive of her had she chosen Indiana or TCU as well. And at the end of the day, it's the student's journey, not the parent's journey, which I always tell parents, what recommendation would you give to a parent listening? right now that might want their kid to go to one school and push that student? I wouldn't push. I mean, that's not, that's, you know, Terry and my style is not to do that. You know, we, we let Linda make her decision and we let Jenny make her decision and we're very happy with both decisions. Um, I think that had they, had she chosen something that was really not a good fit, then that would have been a concern. But we knew that she wasn't going to do that. We knew that she was, we felt very comfortable that she was going to choose the right place. And she did. And here we are in May, right? It's beautiful weather, always in Southern California. Terry, do you know what, how gorgeous it was in Madison today? And I don't know if you saw the lake, if it was frozen or windy or cold or a beautiful sunny day, but did you know what it was today? Well, I know it was lovely today, and I can compare it to the day we were there because we visited, came in to some very cold weather and some very rainy weather where you couldn't put your umbrella up. It was so windy and rainy and 40 degrees that your umbrella would flip the other way. So it was kind of like, oh, no. And then the next day when we had our tour and we kind of roamed around ourselves it was absolutely beautiful, 80 degrees, sunny, people in shorts, bathing suits. It was stunning, actually. And then seeing the 
the where the union is the terrace. union terrace and the water on gorgeous i just was ready to move to madison myself well jenny you made a great decision not only am i biased you, <laughs> right the last three years there's been so many badgers from southern california specifically orange county headed out to the midwest and what are you looking forward to the most that you know of or that you've heard I'm really honestly excited. I was really nervous in the beginning about the weather and like the snow, but I'm honestly getting a little bit more excited about it because it's something different for what I've like grown up with. And like, I, I didn't really get to experience a lot of snow. So I like, I'm excited to like adapt to that. And like, I don't know, I'm excited to like have like a new like lifestyle. Like I'm excited to like, I don't know. And I'm also really excited about meeting new people and like, going through that and like the sororities and all that. I'm really excited about that. Are you ready to jump around? I'm ready to jump around. I'm ready. I need a bib. The like jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been great having you on. It's been great having Lauren Haney on both class of 22 at modern day. Yep. The Badger family is growing for modern day yes. and we'll have to have both of you come on after your first year in Madtown to kind of go over the whole why it's one of the number one party schools. <laughs> I'll keep you updated. <laughs> <laughs> Academically, uh, as well as socially. Trust me, I have not heard one person that has not had fun in I Madison. Yep. So for another episode of The Student Manager, it's Fonger News out. <laughs>